Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old For This, here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experienced some called Jason, and joining me as usual is... CDL113, the droid you're looking for. Tony the Hitman Horton. The Todd Father. And the token unexplained daily occurrence, Tarky. And today we're going to be talking about just some news that's happened in the past couple of weeks, couple of three weeks, whatever. Uh, you know, in geekdom. Uh, Danny, what do you got for us starting out? Uh, the Avengers uh, game, the beta version, has dropped on uh, both Xbox, PlayStation, and the PC. Uh, it's been available the past couple of weekends for open play. Uh, looks good. Uh, looks very promising. Uh, you've got the basic uh, game that you know you have a you know start and a finish. You have side missions that will allow you to unlock different characters, and you're also going to have like a uh, open world version or a head-to-head uh, -head kind of version where you can play against different people. So uh, looks very promising. Uh, the visuals from it that I've seen really good the gameplay that i i was playing it on the uh ps4 and uh game starts out a day you know they're having a celebration where they're christening a new uh health carrier and the characters that you can play in the opening of the beta are captain america iron man thor and black widow and the hulk so you get to play each one of them trying to stop the bad guys that show up and the first mission you unlock after that is the Hulk working with the young teenage Miss Marvel trying to find other Avengers to team up with. Yeah, well, that was as far as I yeah, got. And uh, the gameplay is uh, very fluid. Uh, not all the costumes are immediately recognizable as canon costumes, but as you progress and play along, you will be unlocking different costumes, different abilities, and I know one of the things that they talk about, like, say, with Iron Man, if you want to play kind of a repulsor-heavy kind of character, you'll be able to adjust the repulsors with different energy blasts. Uh, if you want to play more as a brawler, you can adjust his armor mm -hmm. so that, you know, you can do that. Well, you, you can do that in most games that he pops yes. up in. That's yeah. you know, shrink stuff or grow stuff. You got yeah. character building. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you're mentioning all this because I played the beta myself, and I only got like maybe ten or fifteen minutes into the beta, and it was a turn off to me until you pointed out that there was going to be upgrades to the point to where the characters that you were playing will start to resemble somewhat of what you've seen either in the comic books. Or in a movie, so that yeah, right that there was, was a the major things. turning point for me. Yeah, that that was one of the important things because, like they have already mentioned in some of the articles I've read, that you're going to be able to unlock various skins as you go, but like you're going to have the, like the MCU versions, you're going to have like a comic book version, you're going to have you know various things that you can customize your that character that you like to play 
and that way you feel comfortable with him. Okay, this is this is the when I think of Captain America, this is what he looks like. When I think of Black Widow, this is what she looks like. This is this is my favorite version of the Hulk because they've already said you're going to have uh, a Red Hulk, or you're going to have the gladiatorial looking Hulk. You're going to have a uh, uh, the pimped Hulk. out Ray Hulk. You know, you or Mister Fix It. You know, you're going to have various mm-hmm. versions of the character, and then. The skin gives has a certain baseline of powers, but your add-ons will let you. The skin, it. the skin don't do nothing. Oh, the, the skin, skin is purely cosmetic. Okay, but you're you'll be able to adjust. Like, I want my guy to be, you know, more focused on this. And yeah, you can that's your that. gear. Yeah, your gear. Yeah, you have, you, in that game you have gear, which the gear affects the gameplay, and then you have a skin that just affects how you look. That way, they can sell all the skins they want to, and nobody will really complain because yep. it's just cosmetic. Yeah, you're not. And and that way they can avoid kind of the, the pay for play thing where like if well, let's say if the skin if the skin gave you some benefit but you gotta buy the skin to do it to see that's not yeah. yeah it's just literally how you look that's that's always been it's been kind of my question when you kind of have the well they don't look right well look right compared to what no they don't look like the MCU but hell if you if you doing well I'm because I'm a comic purist. The MCU don't look like the comic book. No, no. You know, you ain't, you know, the one time Captain America looked like Captain America looks in the comic books, they made him a joke. Yeah, yeah. He was so World War II. Yeah, joke. he was a joke. So, you know, what the hell are you talking about? It's one of the guys like, well, you don't like, if you got multiple skins, you don't like how the motherfucker looks. Change the shit. Yeah, and I, I do know that they said if you uh, play the beta version, you can unlock certain stuff. And if you... Put, go ahead and pre-order the yeah, game. You will get additional skins that won't be available if someone just waits and buys it off the shelf. Well, the trick is the only the only ones that are like that, uh, like the like Verizon's got its own skin and stuff like that. That kind of stuff you won't have, but like the classic, because like one of those pre-orders, you get like what they call the classic pack. So it was Hulk with the ripped white shirt on. It was World War Two cap. It was a kind of comic looking Thor. It was that shit. You gonna have that shit in the game. That yeah, that, game. that's gonna be in the game. That's, that's just start. Yeah, that's one of the you get to start. But it's like, eh, the hell of Back to the gameplay, though. I think I was just less impressed with it than some of y'all. I liked Thor. Thor felt like I was playing Thor. But then I'd get to Hulk, who couldn't seem to jump more than six feet, but he can spring off walls like Spider Man. That's just just why, and it was it was little stuff yeah. like that. But Hulk's you know, got a cap shield don't protect him for crap, but the bad guys little plastic shields on the end of their rifles are you know un unbreakable. Uh, I mean it's beta, so they got time to fix some stuff. But I I was not overly impressed with it. And you do have you do have Hulk jumping Hulk's. What you didn't have in that at least in the part that I played, was something where you had Hulk use his traversal. Because all the heroes have traversals in it. You know, like Black Widow shoots a widow line to to uh, swing. Uh, Ms. Marvel swings with her arms. Thor flies. Iron Man flies. And Hulk jumps. Because I've seen it. You know, they've done shots where you got Iron Man and Hulk flying and you see Hulk bounding. So that's one of those, that's his traversal. You never, in the beta, at least the parts that I played, I never played something that was open world enough for him to use it. 
Yeah. So you literally had them damn things where he was kind of bounding from surface to surface, which if you watch The Incredible Hulk, the first MCU, that's how he jumped. That's how he leaves at the end of the things. He jumps up on one building, jumps to another, and then it, then it stops with him in midair jumping. He, and if he, he was jumping off. across entire streets or city blocks, I might be able to grok it, but... Yeah, but you were in a building. No, the one I'm thinking of, you were on the bridge. You had plenty of uh, you had plenty of room to jump up to get on top of some stuff. No, no, well, yeah. we got to spring down off, you know, this truck and that truck. Yeah, like I said, it just didn't feel right to me. Now I will at least give you credit when you fell off the bridge; it didn't kill him. He just restarted. As opposed to Black Widow, if she fell off the bridge, you died and it had to reload. Yep, <laughs> that I did appreciate. I have to admit. <clears throat> Black Widow was actually the first one that I took a head with. Because <laughs> I took a, I don't know why the hell I got to that head and went, wait, should I jump here? What is it? No, you should not jump. I, I enjoyed when I got to play Black Widow because I liked the way they had her fighting. Uh, and it, was it was the fun. typical Super Ninja Girl from any game of the Super Ninja Girl. But you know, as you're you know doing you know fists and kicks, if you have her jump back, you can still you know, she'll pull a gun and shoot too. So it's just kind of unique to me. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Her heavy attacks with batons, then you could shoot people. That was real, real fun to shoot people. I also like doing the grappling hook on folks. Yeah, you grappling hook them and, and yeah, now did that time or two. Charlie Johansson wrap 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 your legs around your throat, and flip you. I said, go, oh man, they. They put that in there. That's nice. Yeah. But yeah, that—that was what I had. It—it's like I said, it's in the beta, so some stuff is going to change between now and then. Yeah, you didn't get all the enemies. Uh, And uh, when the game launches, if you you get a massive, you get a massive uh, uh, update. Yeah, with it. Because they, they say an update for that damn thing is huge. If you bought it online, it's part of it. And they were saying, like, if you bought a physical, if you ordered a physical copy like me, they say you got to put it in and basically make sure you connect it to the internet because you get a massive, a massive patch yeah. for the first thing. I My only complaints with the thing, I, I didn't care for the short jumping. I, you know, I told you this, Jason, but mm-hmm. my big thing is I'd like an auto-target. Yes, goodness, yes. Really needed an auto target, and I needed a map because I got in that fucking aim base and got lost well, as all get out. Thor, when you played him in the beginning, he had a target. I'm not talking about a target. I'm talking about an auto target. Well, Something that's what I'm saying. Like you look up and you, Thor sees a thing, and if you're wherever you got that rectangle pointing, that's where he would throw that hammer. Yeah, if you're pointing I'm, a rectangle, that's not an auto target. Yeah, that's just you targeting. Target. Oh, okay. I see. He means when all the characters target. are jumping around and diving and rolling. That your right. character turns to face the right direction. Right. And that was because I had that, I had less of a problem with Thor, but I had a problem with Hulk throwing the damn rock. And I had a problem with Iron Man when you first switched to Iron Man when you're flying, because you're having to dodge out of the way of stuff, and you firing, but it, it was a whole lot of misfires because the damn thing wouldn't target or something. Yeah, yeah. I need a, I want an auto-target and a map. That, the auto-target thing may be a, uh, Addition you put on the character, the gear, you know. That's possible. I, I was I'm playing I was playing on the little TV, so I could I know when I was playing Black Widow, there was something that you could hit where she will do. 
Yeah. You've got a button you can hit with her where she'll lock on, on a target. And anytime you do that, you know, it'll go to that damn target. But, you know, I'm doing it on that old school TV, so I couldn't really read it just, just enough to know, oh, man, I probably should have done that. So yeah. I just beat the living hell out of people and called it a day. True but superhero that's what I, fashion. What'd you say? True superhero fashion. I'll just beat yeah. the crap out of them and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like they talk it out. That'd be nice if you put a hype Pym character in there and make him a pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold down the A button to get him to talk, to get you to talk out of problems. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Oh, fucking character. <laughs> Be the new stealth mission type. You have to, you have to take out, you know, a certain amount of villains by talking to, them, you know, convincing them that their life of crime is all wrong. When you said that, I'm, I don't know if any of y'all have played the Deadpool video game all the way through. You have a section in the game where he's sitting there talking, and you actually have some of the bad guys hear him talking, just pull the gun and shoot themselves, yeah. just to get away from him. Yeah. Wow. All right. Where are we going next? All right, I think, uh, Tony, do you have some video game info, too? Yeah, Gotham Knights. Um, this came out of the DC fandom uh, as of recent. If anybody's followed the Arkham story arc where Batman, Joker, um, Arkham Knights, or Gotham Knights, takes place after that. So, as we all know... If you've played this game, you know Batman is presumed to be dead. He sends out a cold black to Nightwing, Red Hood, um, Batgirl, and Robin. And pretty much tells him it's up to them now to defend Gotham because it's it's in an uproar. And basically now it's 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 a co op game that you can play through. And from what they've shown from the footage, it looks pretty decent. Now, yeah. they just recently they just recently confirmed to uh, WB Montreal that this game can also be a solo game as well. And you know, it doesn't require you to play online with it. And it's seamless that you can drop in and out of the game online. A partner can pop in and out to help you get past certain points of the game. And the way it's looking, you start off in your base costume. And as you progress in the game, you eventually become a Gotham Knight. So you have your basic form as a Robin, your basic form as a Nightwing, your basic form as a Red Hood, and your basic form as a Batgirl. And each one of these guys has their own unique fighting styles they bring to the table. And they also have different combinations. If you're familiar with the playing style of the Arkham game, they've changed it somewhat, but they've also added extra elements that rely on the co-op partners when they tag in, throw a villain here or there, and you use different combos and techniques. So from what I'm seeing right now, it looks really, really good. Looks really good. The, the um, idea of it being co-op is, is something I like. Yeah. So they I finally mean, give I, you a I, game where you can play Batman and Robin, but you don't have Batman. At, at, least game right, at least at least right now um and the, the biggest turning point to this is also they're focusing on the quarter of owls in this as well so they kind of threw that in 
on top of everything. They also have gameplay footage right now that you can see um, and the different styles they're using for each one of the characters and what they bring to the table along with the actual upgrades as you see them progress through the game. So I'm kind of psyched about this because I followed and I actually still play the Arkham series. I mean, to me, this is probably the best interpretation that we've had of Batman in anything. There there be in any movies, TV shows, cartoons. The Arkham storyline gave us a detective. They gave us the ninja that you've always wanted. And it also gave you that element of why Bruce does what he does. Because, I mean, if you haven't played any of the Arkham series, that scene where he's drugged by the Scarecrow and he relives his mom and dad's death and you're playing as Batman, seeing this, and you're mashing the buttons like crazy to try to run down the hallway to make it to your parents. Gut riching. So, I'm I'm kind of stoked for this one. No nah, man, I just hate the Batman. Fact... The NES Batman game was the best one they ever did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the eight the eight bit one. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, you it, I would agree. I would agree with that if they hadn't brung out Ninja Gaiden prior to it. To me, the, the the NES game that they did by Sunsoft back in the day, the 8-bit one, it was a follow-up to Ninja Gaiden. They just tucked and reversed the roles. Just kind of reskinned it. Anymore. Yeah, you were Batman. It's cool. So, it, it is. It is a cool game nonetheless. But that, to me, is what stood out to me in the DC fandom to me. And got me hyped out of anything that they that they have that's coming down the pipe. All right, Todd, I think you've got some TV news for us. Yep, I'm hyping Lovecraft Country, uh, HBO's new anthology series. I'm letting people know beforehand it's an anthology, so you know if you go and watch uh, the first two out, and the third one comes out this Sunday, just in case. It's an anthology. <laughs> the book was an anthology, so I'm pretty sure the show is going to be too. Yeah. Um, so it's not. They, now, you say anthology, is that like season two will be a completely different story than season one? Or season one is divided up into multiple stories? Uh, season one is divided up into multiple stories. Okay. Uh, first story is dealing with wizards. Uh, the first. This third episode is going to be dealing with ghosts. But uh, it's set in the Lovecraft mythos based on based on a book of the same name, but it's, that's not written by H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, you've already, you get to see Cthulhu in the first episode, which was neat, even though it was all in the guy's head. He's taken out by Jackie Robinson with a baseball bat. Baseball bat. <laughs> And then puts himself back together. Well, it's Cthulhu. Yeah. And it's a dream. So yeah. Huh? Does it end that way yeah. in a dream? So. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a dream sequence. And uh, boy, is it nasty. Yeah. yeah it's Cthulhu. Uh. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a lot of goop. But, uh, it's the, that first, that first episode is like really, really good. Uh, it is, uh, it is the first time that I've ever watched a genre horror type something that I went, oh, oh thank God when the monster showed up. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it deals. It's set in the 1950s. Your protagonist's a black. So you, if you put two and two together, I've, I've seen people go, oh, man, I watch this show and it's all woke. Well, congratulations, jackass. That's American history. That's not somebody imagining things other than the fucking monster. Well, other than the historic kind of creature monsters. The other monsters in there really existed, and you probably call some of them granddad. <laughs> yeah. The the thing I thought, you know, as a white man watching this, and it's a period piece, yeah, they do drop the N-bomb, but it's not like, say, in a, in a rap song where it's dropped 27 times, and you just lose count of it. This, if they the, the protagonist got called that, it was by a white guy or a white woman or it, it was kind of historical or, context, right? Yeah. It's a historical context. And my wife and I we were sitting there watching it, and the one of the main guys is a uh, goes out and travels, and his wife writes for the Negro Travel Guide. And you know, I'm sitting there going, "Wow, you know that that's pretty cool," and. My wife was like, what are you talking about? I said, the book that they're talking about writing for actually existed. Yep, the green book. Yeah, the big green book. And you, you sit there and they reference other things that were from that time. And like in one of the things they drive or drive into a city or a county, and it has a sundown sign. And I was like, wow, that's just like such and such city here in Alabama. They used to have that exact sign. They just had their city uh, words up above it, you know, like "Welcome to Insert City Here." But they had that exact sign. And if you drove through past that sign and you looked back, they had those exact same words on the back of the sign. And it was like, "Yeah, wow." Danny's being kind. It's Arab. Yeah, Arab was Sunday. Well, I didn't want to get. I didn't want us to get sued by. What? You ain't lying on me. That is true. That is true. I'm not making you think. Yeah, that's slander. That is true. Sundown. And they also reference uh, Sundown counties, which were a real thing. Like around my hometown, Marshall County. Marshall County was a Sundown County and was was so at least until 1992. That they exist. (laughs) So when, when they reference certain things in the show, if you have any kind of, you know, finger on the pulse of actual history, you're like, wow. They're not sure that much. No, and that's and that's that's the thing is, like I said, I've I've seen some people go, well, this show is woke. Eh, not really. It, that's, well, that's, that's your history. To be fair, you would you wouldn't be honoring the history of Lovecraft if the racism wasn't there. <laughs> right, and that, and let, that's literally the whole point. Because when you look at the name of it, Lovecraft Country is basically the same country's racist. Yeah. Yeah, it's thumbing their nose at that aspect of, you know. It's like yeah. somebody sat down, I guess whoever wrote the book sat down and went, I love this mythos. I love this guy's art. But boy, this guy was just a POS. Yeah, he was. He he actively praised uh, the, mur- the lynching of black people by white mobs. Uh, he talked about how he loved Hitler. And yeah, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft as a human being is just like his monster, pieces of shit, you know. But his, the things that he created were kind of neat after you kind of scrape the racism off of a lot of mm-hmm. it. And, and they even referenced that in, yeah, the, in I mean, the thing. Yeah, they, that, 
book when he's in his uh, uncle's shop and he and the book's called The Creation of the N-Words. That's an actual Lovecraft story. That that they didn't make that up. He wrote that shit. Well, that's like when him and the uh, lady from the bus are talking and, and he's talking about he was reading John Carpenter of Mars. Yep. And she's like, well, what's it about? And oh, he, this ex-Confederate that goes to the Red Planet and he's like, so he fought slavery. He's pro-slavery. Oh, he's ex. Yeah, you don't get to be an ex. <laughs> you don't get to be ex-pro-slavery. Yeah, they, they reference, if it, it like... The, the the young man when he gets home to his dad's place, they got a, a book of the uh, Dumas's uh, Three Musketeers. You also see a, a book sitting there, and it's the Count of Monte Cristo. And you know they reference all these things, and then you they things referencing that pop up, and you're like, wow, somebody has read something other than you know, People Magazine. Yeah, it's it's it's. The the main character is a nerd. He's a nerd. And he does, so he knows nerdy shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, the story's real good. Uh, I was talking to Danny yesterday because, like he said, in the first in the first episode, they referenced Sunday. One of the more tense parts of this thing is them trying to get out of a sundown county before the sun goes down. And, uh... You've had people online basically, oh, they come up with this, and then it's like, oh, crap, they were real? Yeah, they they not only were real, they kind of are real. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was talking to Danny going, my God, between this and people going, oh, the Tulsa race massacre was real? From Watchmen, it's like, my God, HBO is doing more for, hell, American history than apparently American history classes. Yeah, because you know, I've on the line. I have seen both white people, black people, and people from other countries go. You mean that really happened? Yep. But yeah, it's. It, I mean, but if you if you are a fan of monster movies and stuff like that, it's the, it's really well acted. The story so far is pretty damn engrossing. Like I said, I'm I'm the type. I don't like something. I can sleep on it. And like I said, starting from that one, the first episode of Lovecraft Country starts kind of slow, but once they get going, it's going. Uh, Once they get out on the road, it's going. And then that last shit, 10, 15 minutes of that damn thing, you're like, oh, shit. I mean, it's, it's them, especially with them trying to get out of that county with the racist cop literally behind them, bumping them. And they can't go. They're in a catch twenty two because if you if they did if they broke the speed limit to get out of that county, he was gonna pull them over. So you got to you basically got to drive casually out of this place that you don't get out of here. And I think they had like six minutes to do it. If you don't get out of this, if you don't cross these tracks in six minutes, they lynch you. So it's a hell of a lot of tension there. And like I said, it, it I don't want to give nothing away, but it, it rocks on to the part that it, it ends up being one of the times that when the monsters actually show up, I literally watched it and was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, whole feel of the second episode 
is even more intense than the last, what, 10 minutes of the first episode? Because you're sitting there going, oh, sweet Jesus on a bicycle. Can it get worse? Yes. Yes, it can. It can always get worse. Yeah, it can get weirder. And from a gameplay standpoint, if you've played any of the Call of Duty RPG games, it has some of that feel to it also because, like, as the characters encounter certain things, they have little bouts of madness and insanity. Yep. And well, that's straight out of the stories, too, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, because my wife, we were watching it, and something happened in the second episode. Well, why aren't they talking about such and such? And so I had, we had to hit pause, and I had to explain to her, like, in the books, you encounter a what's-it. If you make your sanity check, yeah, you recognize the fact that that's a what's-it. But you're not, you know, frozen in fear and you act or you react. If you fail your sanity check, not only sometimes if it's bad enough do you die, but sometimes if you survive, you're fucked up afterwards because now like, oh, I have an irrational fear of bugs or I have an irrational fear of uh, flashlights or lanterns or, you know, somebody's wearing a certain color, you know, because you're somewhere in your brain has shut it's, off yeah. the, the mm-hmm. actual thing that happened, but the, the part of your brain has a scar on it that goes, oh, crap, purple. Well, that was a so big thing with Lovecraft's writing was the the horrors they would run into, it was stuff the human mind could not take. You know, right. kind of period. There, and that, and the that, little stuff you could get over... If you got a good look at Cthulhu himself, yeah, well, you were just done. Yeah, yeah, and I, and that's the thing that the reason why that was such a, a thing in his writing was because his family dealt with insanity. Uh, his mo- his mother and father both went insane, and he, you know, that was a big fear of his. Is yeah, you know, mm-hmm. mom and dad went mad. I'm probably gonna go mad too. And you look into so that was. And you look into his life, and even taking the racism out, the dude was kind of off. Yeah, yeah, he was insane. You know, he, so you had he insane just, ran in the van. He was just functionally insane for longer than they were. I, well, you know, he was functional. I think until he until he died, but because he did he didn't live to be an old man. No, yeah, you know, I've I've had a family member that was functionally insane because of something that happened to them during their military service. That was just traumatized, you know. No, that wasn't just traumatized. He, he was literally, he was deemed insane. He just was functionally insane, so they didn't have to keep him locked up in a padded room. Mm. So anyway, though, you would recommend this, both of y'all would recommend this show. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's, it's, it's real good. Uh, if you watching it, uh, well, hell, if you're watching it on HBO, HBO itself, or if you're watching it on the streaming service, yeah, you get the new ones every Sunday. It's Sunday night sometimes. Yeah. I, I want to say I want to say it popped up on Max about nine o'clock Central Time. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it's it's some good stuff, and it's and it's early enough in the season that you can catch the first two hours and be all ready for number three to say this uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Other stuff that's happened recently is you've had the. Uh, DC Fandome, uh, which I want to say, Tony, that's basically where they had announced most of the stuff that you had for the video game, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, that's correct. 
uh, let's see, they re- they released a Wonder Woman trailer, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that was the one where is that was that the one where you finally got a a, a shot of Cheetah? Yep. Out? Yep. Yeah. How did that look in motion? I've only seen seen still shots of it. It's in motion. It's so fast that it looks fine. You know, it's enough. You go, ooh, Cheetah, but it, it's almost one of those blinking you miss. Oh, okay. Because you see yeah, the it, actress, I, you see Kristen Wiig in it up mm-hmm. early, but once she's Cheetah, it it's. You, it's like a scene of her, like, kind of jumping, bouncing thing. It, oh, okay. It's real, real. Because in the still shot, I look at it going, when I first saw it, I thought, is that another thing? Well, why is somebody posting a picture from Cats? But, okay. Yeah, it was enough It was <laughs> enough for shock and awe if you mm-hmm. wasn't expecting it, but not enough to give it away, to take away from the surprise of it in the movie. Yeah. Okay. The, give, the giveaway is uh, after they did that, somebody released a a picture of the uh, statue of him. And that's, you, you get, you had quite a few people, you have a picture of that statue. It, you know, it's it's a CGI crew. It ain't horrible. Okay. It ain't great, it ain't horrible. All right. Uh, so they but also released, had, did they release a trailer for Suicide Squad or just some info on yes. it? Yes. Yeah, you, you got a Suicide Squad trailer, uh, a Wonder Woman trailer, a Black Adam trailer, ish kind of a black adam teaser yeah and then you and then the big thing that was the batman you got you got a full trailer for the batman oh yeah yeah i did watch that one yeah and i'm not i'm not completely hating there's there's there are things about it that kind of eh, eh. overall it ain't looking too bad yeah no i looked and went i like how that batman looks and I like the fact he's not calling himself Batman directly at people. Well, no, you know, it, it's one of those kind of things where I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there watching that and going, are people going to love this or is it going to end up being problematic just just with the way comic fandom is now? Because, you know, you don't like brutality. He beats yeah. the hell out of that dude. The other guy asks who he is. He tells him why he's still beating the hell out of that dude. Yeah. He is he is he is pounding that one dude in the mush. Yeah, like it's definitely it, got a brutality I, aspect to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And it's, I... and it's not clean cuz that's supposed to be that's supposed to be Batman either year 1 or year 2. Yeah. I've well, heard people say it's year 2, but it looking at his costume, he really looks year 1. Well, you know, if you look at the Batmobile, it looks like a very early version, kind of yeah. pro- prototypish Batman uh, Batmobile. Yeah. Like I said, he it it. I've heard people say it's supposed to be year two, but it it looks year one to me. Yeah, it's yeah. him. It's right. him towards the beginning, oh. regardless. But yeah. yeah, I mean, clearly he's already got the relationship with, with Gordon and stuff, and Gordon's already commissioner from the looks of it. But. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if he's commissioner Gordon or lieutenant Gordon. Truthfully. Yeah. I for I for one am kind of lackluster on it, due to the fact that we've had how many Batman movies now, mm-hmm. and I'm the same way with Spider Man. Even though I'm a Spidey fan, it's just the lore of these characters that they keep making the movie over and over and over, and over, and over again with different actors and different directors, and none of them seem to like grasp the concept and the story or the origin of the character it's it's to me i think 
they need to pause for a minute and let these characters rest and let us get over the fact that they've had this many movies out about that character and focus on other characters in that universe. And Marvel can do that with Spider-Man. DC ain't got enough successes to go start using their second string, though. Yep. Yeah, but this is what you got to think about. Shazam was okay, but Shazam was for kids. Black Adam, when this drops, if they do Black Adam right, it's going to be a lot of people not feeling this movie. And they don't know the they don't know the history and the lore of the characters, so they're not going to be feeling it. Some of that I will think, depend on does the marketing get across to you that he's the villain, you know that that he is somebody that has gone too far with what he does. Well, they're gonna. I'm like I said again, they got to get you from his perspective of that story going mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. You but know. Did you, did, did anybody, did you actually watch the little teaser trailer? Yeah, I thought the yeah, teaser trailer was pretty good. I, did. I thought they did a pretty I good did. job on it. Because yeah. if you notice, he, he talks about he talks about being basically a slave yep. and getting power. And then yep. when he used that power, they 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 captured, they, you know, they imprisoned him. Yep. And his, it ends with him sitting on that throne basically going, I'll never be stopped again. There ain't yep. nothing about that cat that when you listen to that sounds like he gonna be some four color somebody. No, no, definitely not. You know, he's you know, that's that's the I'm jazzed to see Black Adam because I'll you know, Jason knows hell, how long did I go looking for that damn Black Adam figure? Quite <laughs> some I, did you ever yeah, actually get I one like or did you have to wait for it to re release it? There I had to wait for him to re release it in that two pack mm-hmm. with uh, Captain Marvel. That's how I finally got one. But you know that's that's one of those characters, yeah. Him, Black Man, yeah, I like motherfuckers like that. But the problem that you have with that is, it's a movie about a villain. Movies yep. about the villain, where the where you got to make the villain the protagonist, never come out quite right. Because you pulling for somebody, you trying to basically making the villain, you you humanizing right. the villain, and that's a problem. Uh, Black Adam is one that truthfully I'd rather see him go up against Superman than Shazam because in the first Shazam they basically turned Savannah into Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, you know, I, I sat in Shazam basically going, well, shit, why you bother with Black Adam? Because they literally just gave some bitch all this. You know, I get that that's supposed to be their version of, I think it's Sabak. But the thing is, Sabak in their version was so similar to Black Adam, what the hell's the point? Yeah, you know, let Savannah be Savannah. But I digress. But anyway, that's you know, that's one of those kind of kind of flicks that I go, you know, you know, it's it's the Rock, so he's he's gonna have a certain amount of charisma and shit to him. He's shown that he's done that before because the Scorpion King was the origin of the villain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I walked out of I walked out of that one with Jason basically going, "Damn." I enjoyed that character so much, I hate knowing how he ended up. Yep. So that's, that's, that always the, that's always the, the, you know, the potential problem you have with that. As far as going back and giving, like, Batman a rest, who else they got? They got Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know, they can get another one out of Aquaman. They could probably give Green Lantern another shot. Yeah. 
they can they can kind of do their mag seven. You get much past that, you you run it into full garbage territory, and you just you just all. Well, I've never. I I they could probably get a Martian Manhunter out, pretty yeah. pretty decently. I don't think he would I would say Hawkman would be a Hawkman would be a good one. Who? Hawkman. Hawkman. Hawkman's gonna Hawk... be in Black Adam. Hawkman's okay. gonna be in Black Adam. Doctor Fate's gonna be in Black Adam. Well, I would say Adam Strange would be a good one. They keep that shit. Yeah, it's Flash Gordon. I wouldn't, give our time. Five, I wouldn't give five cents to watch Adam Strange movie. I think I'd be willing to watch a Zatanna movie. I wouldn't give five cents to watch a Zatanna movie. I'd rather see, if you go do magic, you might as well do Dr. Fate and let everybody go, oh, look, it's Dr. Strange knocked off the call today. I don't, I don't give a rat's ass about Zatanna. Zatanna's one of those characters, yeah, if she pops up in a Constantine something, I'm cool, but... Or they did it like, or they did like a Justice League Dark, or you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But that's you know, what are they gonna do, Detective Chimp? The movie nobody gives a rat's ass about. <laughs> you said that about well, Rocket Raccoon, and look where he's at. Yep. Naming baseball. Still kind of like that about Rock. Rocket Raccoon is my favorite part of Guardians, which is my least favorite Marvel series. I don't give a rat. I don't really. Get, if they said I ain't never doing another Guardians movie, I would not give three fifths of a damn. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about yeah, people yeah. in general. Oh. If DC thought they could do a Detective Chimp movie that people would like, like they like Rocket and Groot, they would absolutely do it. Oh, and yeah, wise they do it in a so. heartbeat. The trick yep. is, DC can't really do a movie with Superman that people like, that, you know, Superman is unanimously love. so I don't... There, there's, a, there's a certain amount of Marvel goodwill mm -hmm. that Marvel gets because they've proven that they can take these seedless characters and make them neat. Where DC can't do Superman. Tony literally started this going, I'm sick of Batman because I can't get Batman right. Right. Yeah. And what can't get Batman about and it, Superman right, you can't do the Jacob team. Well, what, closest what, thing to what, getting what, a character right for DC has been how they've handled Wonder Woman. And that's not saying a lot. Because yeah, yeah. the, well, the actress that they've got playing her is not stat and physically built like she is in the books. Besides Miss P. Yes, I know. I can well, she's an that. Amazon. She's an yeah. Amazon for one. Not so, not somebody you know, that's not Some of the other Amazons they had actually looked like they were muscled up. Yeah. Right. I like right. Gal Gadot fine, but she's just, you know, she's just not big, you know. Yeah, she looked like she needed to eat a sandwich. I'm sorry. She just is not big. Yes, she's just not physically. It'd be like me going, well, I'm going to cast Vince Vaughn as Clark Kent slash Superman. Why? He doesn't look like the character in any shape, form, or fashion. There is no correlation between his physical build and Superman. Vince Vaughn's now, actually pretty, 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 Vince pretty Vaughn big, big guy, as, though. Uh, Blue Beetle. Oh, what'd you say, Jason? I said Vince Vaughn's actually got some size to him, though, don't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's six he, foot five. He's a big, he's a big old boy. Yeah, but so saying, you know that would kind of work. He's not muscled up. He's not. He doesn't have you that. Can fix that. Yeah, yeah you can fix that. They, they've proven said, that I'm over and over again. Vince, but if you said, I'm going to cast Vince Vaughn as Blue Beetle, okay, I can get behind that because Blue Beetle is a, you know, funny character. He's not supposed to be, you know... Chris Evans used to play guy. funny characters all the time. He both got really, really buff for Cap and played a very straight-laced character. Yep. And did a phenomenal I, I, job. I put that on the writers. I put that on the writers and the script that he gave him, and he did the research and went in. And that's the thing. That's, a that was a joint effort that, there, though. That was both of them. Yeah. 
Uh, that's what I'm getting at. A lot of these guys that take on these roles don't take the time to do the research of the character. I mean, hell, when they cast Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, he thought Wolverine was a wolf. He was channeling a wolf the whole entire time until he did the research on the character. And that's the thing. You know, it, it's it's one thing to be cast as a hero. It's another thing to know the lure of the hero that you can bring those elements that make that character so unique to life, to the big yeah. screen, mm-hmm. and it translate great. That's why, to me, out of all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies that they've made, and Todd, you know I've told you this countless of times, and I'm a huge-ass Spidey fan. Chris Evans made me love Captain America, bro, to the point to where I got both of them damn shields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chris, win- Chris, Chris brought, brought the pain with Captain America. Uh, yeah. But I digress back to news. You also mm-hmm. had uh, news for the Flash movie that... Uh, the Flash movie right now is looking like they're going to try and do Flashpoint. So you might oh, possibly Lord. have Michael Keaton, Batman, in the Flash flick. Because you know you're going to have Affleck. So you're looking at Affleck, possibly Keaton, Batman. So, you know, they are basically doing the thing. Hey, people like that Crisis on Infinite Earth thing. Let's, you know, bring that Get some story to the big screen. Well, so you might get that. Talking about that, you've also had folks, you know, just calling and clamoring to, for them to get the actor that plays uh, Negan to reprise his role as Bruce uh, Wayne's dad. Bruce, Bruce, Thomas Wayne's dad, Wayne. and uh, the one that from also from Walking Dead that played Dang. his mom. They want to see them in the Flashpoint movie. And to me, that would be, even if he was only in there for five minutes. Even as just a cameo, would be a neat little something to throw in there, yeah. Yeah, that'd be neat. In a movie yeah, that's probably going to suck. Yeah. Then they, be, then they better give us every Superman that they can, then. Smallville. I mean, you got to still alive. Well, yeah, the TV show they, took out a bunch they, of those. But. They've and proven that they can do the it with. TV shows a whole hell of a lot. But they may, considering you had Ezra Miller's lame-ass yeah. flashing. Crisis. It's that's what. Oh, oh. By uh, the way, does nobody care that he beat the crap out of some chick? Apparently not, because hell. Apparently they don't give a damn about uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's whole thing either. You know, they booted Johnny from Captain Jack, but apparently she's still gonna be Mira. No, yeah, I, may skip, I may skip the next Aquaman. Yeah. Kind of, I would skip Aquaman because it's Aquaman, but it's one of the kind of things where I'm think if they say Black Man is the villain of it, yeah, I'm going in. It's my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, another something that we might want to talk about from fandom is uh, you saw your first trailer from the from the all important Snyder cut of Justice League. Uh, yeah, that's that's one. That thanks, to Danny. I'll get a chance to watch it, but you know, it was one on my own. I was like, yeah, what about this shit? But you get to see the, the CGI dark side that looked like crap. Okay, so let let me let me put. Like, let me put my two cents in on that one. They own all their property. Yep. And they still cannot get their stories right. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. Marvel <laughs> sold off all their stuff, brought their stuff back, and still managed to maintain somewhat of the lure of the characters and put them on a big screen. Warner Brothers has owned their stuff from the jump, and they still cannot get it right. 
Marvel had what a plan. plan. They sat down and had a plan from the beginning. Yep. Warner Brothers didn't want, no, didn't I really don't. want to get to start doing them. Yep. And by the time they started, Marvel was so big they wanted to start theirs where Marvel was at right then. Yep. Instead of building up, so you just get this hodgepodge of crap thrown against the wall. As the Warner Brothers execs, they go, "Why will none of this stick?" Yeah, cause see that that's that's what you always have to look at is before you got the Avengers, you'd had two Iron Man movies, the Incredible Hulk movie, uh, Captain America flick, a Thor flick, and then you got the Avengers. You know, you had you had some years in there to build toward that. When you go to DC, they had Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Justice League. That was it. And I don't get excited about the Snyder Cut. Oh, the Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut. Because Man of Steel was aight. It was aight. It was, it was one of them. It was good up until the third act when they had to turn Superman into a murderer. He had been cold the whole thing. And then he's a murderer at the end. So I was in. Batman v Superman was a movie that I literally hated. I hated that the first couple of times I saw it. I hated that flick. Wonder Woman was... No, I forgot. You had Wonder Woman in between there. You had Wonder Woman, then you had Justice League. Wonder Woman was decent. And Justice League was lackluster. No, no, I think Wonder Woman came out after Justice League because you had her pop up in in BVS. I thought Wonder Woman was before Justice League. Uh, Maybe. Maybe it's Aquaman I'm thinking of that popped up. Yeah, in, Aquaman in Justice League and then Aquaman got his own movie. movie is after Justice League. Okay, Wonder okay, Wonder gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, uh, but it's one of those kind of things where you go, well, if you get the Snyder cut of Justice League, yeah, I didn't like the Snyder version of Superman. I didn't like the Snyder version of Batman. The Snyder version of Wonder Woman was all right. I ain't that excited about a Snyder cut of, of Justice League. One... Because I don't like Snyder does not do superheroes well. I don't care who doesn't like that. He doesn't do superheroes well. No. He's he's literally like uh, Brian Singer with X Men. The X Men movies never did real well because you could tell Singer didn't like superheroes. You can tell you can tell that Snyder don't like superheroes. He likes antiheroes. That's why that's why his Watchmen work is because these were superpowered douchebags, not heroes. Mm-hmm. You, that don't work with Justice League. When you go, I'm going to do Superman, you got to do a Boy Scout. Yeah. And I've had people go, well, you don't want characters to progress. I love progression. It's not progression if this character's a hero and is supposed to be a hero and now he acts like a complete a douchebag. douchebag. That's not progression. And That's that, not the that character That shows you don't know who the hell the, the core of that character is. We, we gave all that props to Captain America just a second ago, because when you went to Captain America, you saw Captain America. Captain America was the Boy Scout. Hell, I was pulling for him in that movie before he ever got took the fucking Super Soldier serum. I was sitting there going, I like this dude. Superman yeah. in Man of Steel never had that. Hell, even Mon Pa Kent were a bunch of Because, you know, they're like, Mon Pa Kent is, don't do anything for anybody. Just fuck them. Let yeah. them die. I mean, that, yeah. that was their attitude coming across the thing. And it's like, well, hell, he fucks Because yeah. when he saves his, his schoolmates, and he's like, you know, what the hell did you do that? You revealed yourself. And he was like, well, I, was I just supposed to let him die? And he goes, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
and and I knew right there. I was, and if you remember when we walked out of Man of Steel, I was the thing that I like about Man of Steel is the action. You got to see Superman fight some stuff. The fights were amazing. The 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 end where they te- start to terraform the planet. That part I love. That part is cool as hell. I like all that all the way up till he becomes a murderer. But the thing that I said walking out of there was like, Batman in this universe ain't gonna be worth a damn. And I remember somebody in the group, because we saw it in the group, was like, what do you mean by that? I said, because if Superman is this dark, Batman's going to be punishing. He's got yep. to be, because Batman yep. has got to be darker than Superman. Mm-hmm. And this Superman is already proven. And the first time you see Batman actually do something, he's yeah. branding yeah, people, he's branding with, people. Bat, with the bat symbol. Yeah. He's branding people. He shoots a bunch of people. He runs over people with the Batmobile. He does all kinds of fucked up shit in that. And and they made him a sadist. Because I've I've heard that they were saying that they gonna take in Snyder's version, they take out that part, you know, in Justice League when they bring Superman back and he grabbed Batman, he asked him to bleed. And he was like, Well that didn't make no sense. Well it didn't make no sense when you put it in your magnum opus of Batman v Superman. I can remember when you hear that line in the trailer. And I was like, They got Batman? And I had a cat argue me that, oh, no, that had to be Lex Luthor. No, that was Batman. Yeah. They turned Batman into a sage because not only does he ask that question, do you believe, when he beats Superman at the end of it, he takes time to slowly cut his cheek with that kryptonite spirit to make him bleed. That's yeah. a, that's yep. a sage. Well, that's that's like somebody was pointing at home about the DC stuff. You know, in uh, one of them, Justice League, Aquaman goes to Atlantis because yeah, they yeah, got the box. Yeah. He goes and he sees Mira. He knows who the fuck she is. But when you get to Aquaman, it's like he's all never, the first time. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, did not catch that the first time. And then mm-hmm. I went back and thought about it. Yeah. Because when he shows up, they, yeah. they know who he is. It's not like they like him or anything, but you know, they have to acknowledge him. And then the Aquaman movie shows up. Yeah, it's all the first time. Yeah, yeah they don't. They, they don't fit. They fit together about Aquaman. as well as all the X Men movies fit together. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But who, who in the hell really likes them? Fair point. But again, yeah, getting back, back to the well, a lot of people go, "Man, I'm pissed off that Fox lost the X Men." <laughs> getting back to the point that's being proven, the Justice League movie is a turd. And basically, this cut is giving you the peanuts in the turd. That's poetry, man. That's poetry. I mean, if I really wanted, if I really wanted to dig that deep into a turd just to see the peanuts in it, I think I'd sit my ass at home on the throne to do so. I will give DC credit or Warner Brothers credit or whoever whoever the credit goes to. You do have fans demanding this, and they did go. The fans want it. Here you go. Yeah. I will give them credit yeah. for that. I'm yeah, looking at those yeah. fans kind of weird, but I'll give you the DC credit. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. They under, they, they're under. They're starting to understand, bottom line is, they control the destiny of the future of the company. So, therefore, you got to give the fans some kind of fan service at some point so in time keep if giving you want to stay in this game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's, I mean, part, of that is, part of that is the reality that's hit them thanks to the beer, the beer bug. It's one of them. Yep. It, it sped up the natural progression because it mm-hmm. was heading that way anyway. Yeah. 
Yep. They don't, yep. you know, DC does not have the the decade of successful movie cushion that Marvel's got. Yep, yeah. Did Tarky come up with something? No, I was just happy with Batman. But uh, but anyway, so that's us. Uh, probably go ahead and wrap here. I think we've covered about everything. Uh, other little tidbits. There's been a Resident Evil TV series announced, but they you know, they've announced it. They haven't really done any details or any casting, as far as I know. Yep, for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's Amazon is going to do a show based on the Fallout series. Yep. But again, that's I don't Amazon. have any details beyond that. Though that's the one I'm really looking forward to. Are you actually uh, gonna watch this one? I've you know I've got Amazon Prime, so probably it's not something I have to go out and buy extra. I'm just saying because I know you like the Tick too, but did you ever finish the Tick? I started the second season. I didn't get through it though. And you hadn't even watched season one of the Boys yet, have you? I don't, I'm not going to watch the Boys. I do not want to watch the Boys. I read the comic book and went, oh, it went it it went down the crapper like this writer's stuff usually does. Eh, I'm done. Then when you start telling me the boys are completely unpowered in the TV series, I'm like, how do they survive the first episode? Ah, never mind, I'm done. <laughs> how do they survive out? But, uh... So anyway, that was us. Uh, and our, you know, news of the last eh, month or so. It's just... just, just that, that news is only like a couple weeks old. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, well, the... There was something we mentioned that goes... No, that's right, because we didn't really get into the firing. Yeah, we didn't get into that. So but, that uh, you're be... right, you're right. So it was just... It was fairly recent news. Yeah, this was this was Fandom, which was last week, and Lovecraft Country, which is two weeks old. Yeah. Well, now, the Amazon uh, Fallout, that was announced probably a month or so ago, a month or two ago. But, uh, Thank you for ruining everything. Yeah, yeah, it's all on me. <laughs> so anyway, if you like this mad ramble... Uh, you can like and subscribe. Uh, you can check us out at the Uh Let's see where else can they find us. Uh, uh, you can search almost... for us on your on your uh, whatever app catcher or pod catcher you're using. Yeah, we're on Spotify. Well, a whole lot of places. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you're listening to us, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, feel free to comment. Tell everybody how Jason was wrong and everything I said was correct. That's always drop us a, <laughs> drop us a line at uh, the nerd eternal at gmail dot com. You can always email us there. You can always you can always let CDL one one three know that you he truly is the droid you're looking for. I am. <laughs> uh, Hitman, you still got shoebox heroes? Yes, I still got shoebox heroes, and I'm still pushing along the way with that and developing new projects. Also, me and the Todd Father have a secret project that we're working on as well, so stay tuned for more information along with that. Silence! I don't Silence know if really it's a secret now, but yeah. You ruined the secret! But anyway, <laughs> I was your host for the day, the experience of some called Jason, and with me has been... CDL113. Tony the Hitman Horton. And we ain't looking for the droid no more. The Todd Father. Taylor, wake up. And the token, I'm, I'm here, dog. Calm down. <laughs> token, deaf and disoriented, Tarky. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Peace. I should be in the top.